Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Daddy Devereaux. You're more daddy and the G&I poster. Jack, how could you? My mother was involved. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps. That's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com. That's with the number two. And you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take Two Radio, and thanks for listening. Hey, good evening, everybody. I'm David, your host for Take Two Radio Soaps and Review, and with me tonight I have Anthony. Good evening, good evening, good evening, and I am multitasking. I am finishing my dinner as we start the show. That is fine, and we have Candice. Hey, everybody. Hope all is well. The three of us are manning the fort tonight because Pam, Will, and Carolyn have other things to do. And we're going to actually tackle uh, all four soaps, I think. Do we have enough for four soaps? Yeah, I think, I think we, can, we can still discuss. We can still discuss. Yep. Absolutely, we can we can definitely discuss friends of the show, Kevin Spiritus and After Forever, Riley's awesome school project, fantastic school project, one of those. Um, please go on Amazon.com, Amazon Prime, and um, check that out. They just won another set of awards, uh, Glad Media Awards, and oh man. I remembered up until the point where the show started, but they just won another set of awards for season two and Riley's awesome school project. So please check that out, and you may or may not hear them. Hear Kevin on uh, Take Two Radio soon. Mm-hmm. That's good. Candace, anything new on, yes. on Forever and a Day that you'd like to? I, you know what, I, yes, so um, real quick, I wanted to, to um, on behalf of me, um, Casey, James Bly Jr., and the cast, and, and everybody else, we want to thank everybody who has listened to the show. We hit a milestone as of yesterday with over, with uh, exactly 5,000 downloads, so that means you guys are listening to Forever in a Day, um, nice. and uh, Right? I'm like, what? Like, this is crazy. Um, we just started season. Right? I was thinking of I was thinking of you the whole time when I found out. I was like, okay, I need to tell Anthony this too. But um, last Monday we uh, started season two, and we had some casting news. We now have uh, Tony Head, who is you know Sonda and Acacia, a great actor. He um, is now part of the show as Isaac. But we had some major casting news. Not saying that none of our other casting news is major, but I think this one took people by surprise. 
um, that we are honored, and I'm hyping this up because it, it deserves to be. We are honored. We are privileged. We are blessed to give fans of Generation. You remember that show, Generations? Mm-hmm. You, you remember mm-hmm. that show? NBC. Please. Um, there, was one, there was one actress that a lot of people was like, she needs to be on another soap. She needs to be on another soap. And she's on Forever in a Day starting this Friday. The amazing Janelle Allen is on Forever in a Day. And, yeah, I'm trying really hard not to cry because that that is shocking. Look, I, I know I'm like a co-executive producer, co-head writer and stuff, but even that shocked me. <laughs> Okay. Um, you know what, girl? I have not done this on air, but I'm going to do it now. I am your co-host. I am the other side of your brain, and I love you. You need to get me a walk-on, a two, a, a two or three arc walk-on. You need to. I need to. I need to play with you people because I'm loving what you guys are doing. Absolutely loving what I, you're I, doing. I, Please get me a walk-on, girl. Please. I, I, you know what? I will talk. You know what? I'll talk to the casting director. I think I know her too well as well. I'll talk to the people. I'll talk to them. But, yeah, I mean, it's – I mean, look, we're not done. Oh, no, we're not done. <laughs> that That's just the tip of the – whoa, I can't tell y'all no. Oh, my God. I want to say so much stuff, but I can't. Because you know, I know. It's, it's, it's bursting, it's bursting, and you really want to. I kept that secret. First, I kept that secret about Janelle for the longest time. Like I, I did good, so I can, I can keep secrets. I was just like, okay, can I tell everybody? Can I tell everybody? And I was like, there was something I wanted to tell you guys. I was like, oh, I can't say anything. And then yeah, I was like, gosh, <laughs> like so. Her first, I, so yes, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow's episode. So, there is. But you guys can catch us on uh, JLJ Media Forever in a Day season one, including the Christmas episode. Because oh yes, if you know me, I like holiday episodes. So yes, we do have a Christmas episode. Then season two is now available JLJ Media and all streaming services around the world, around the globe. And yeah, it's a dream come true. I mean, it is. You know, well, just small town girl. I've got a tiny bit of casting news of my own. Um, there was a rumor flying around a couple of weeks ago, <clears throat> and people thought, oh, it's just one of those things. They're trying to get buy-in from the One Life to Live folks, et cetera, et cetera. But it turns right. out that some rumors actually are based, in fact. And the fabulous, the incomparable, the incredible Ms. Cassie DePiva will be joining the cast of the primetime reboot of All My Children called, quote-unquote, Pine Valley for 13 episodes. In a new role, she is not bringing Blair Kramer to Pine Valley. She is creating a new role, but it's Cassie DePiva. I don't care. She can play the maid. She can play the matriarch. She can play the person who picks up the garbage, and she's going to bring it. I don't care who she's she plays. Bring just, it. just be there and bring it. Exactly. Oh, excellent. That's excellent news for both of you. So, so well, we get I mean, there, there is. <laughs> you got well, more? Well, there is. There, oh, oh, yes. Oh, 
you oh you know I had more. You know about this one because I think everybody tagged me, tweeted me, Facebook messaged me yesterday about this. Um, it seems General Hospital probably has heard me so many times that they decided to uh, go ahead and do this. Um, uh oh. We had we had this we had this person on our show last year, and I believe the question yep. from one of us, I think it was probably me, is saying, you know, would you ever come back to GH? I am so happy to say this. I didn't think I would say it. That's the crazy part. If you've been living under a rock, General Hospital surprised a lot of fans by announcing that Emmy Award winner Chad Brandon is coming back to GH. Yes, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know, I know what you're thinking. What? We don't know who he's playing. There's some, there's some rumors as to which characters he may play. Um, but he starts tomorrow filming. So I, hmm. I'm excited about this. I literally, I mean, I literally saw the message because you know I have like all the things on my phone, and I saw EntertainmentWeekly.com. Which yeah. did kind of mess up the article, but the but the statement was clear that Chad Randall was coming back, and I was like, I screamed like Ed McMahon came back from the from from the dead to give me a, a ten million dollar shot. Hey, girl, I know you were happy. Is, you don't believe. <laughs> it was funny because every post, like people was like. On you know Twitter because my Twitter account is at Candy Pooh. They're like, oh, we can hear Candace screaming all the way from Baltimore. We can hear Candace like jumping mm-hmm. up and down. Like, like who did Candace pay at GH for this? No. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, let's let's go, let's go. I'm just saying, so, you know, I'm gonna be the one to say it. They creep. They're listening. They pay attention to what we're doing. Not only us, there are a couple of other reputable, because there's plenty of shows out there that want to give you false information, that want to give you the misleading, yeah. you know, I don't know if it's Trumpism mm-hmm. or I'm not going to get all kinds of political stuff, but, you know, but there's plenty of, of shows and websites and blog spots that are out there that are giving you, they just want the clicks. They just want the, you know, they want the attention. They want Google likes, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But we have parted ourselves for as long as I have known the show, and I've known the show before I actually was involved with being a part of the show. We have parted Mm -hmm. ourselves in bringing you true, accurate, completely completely verifiable information. If we talk about it on this show, that's because we've gotten the nod from someone, whether it be on the show, a publicist, a manager, or something. We don't deal in rumors here. We deal in fact and truth. We're not fake news. We're the real news. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you, producers, writers, et cetera, of General Hospital, for listening to us and for taking into account that that person who we love, whether he comes back as our beloved Xander, or not, whoever he comes back on, come back, comes back as, and quite honestly, I hope it's a Claudia Zakara situation where he comes back with a different, you know, a different name with a face that we love. And we well, get to, we get to think, fall in love with him all over again. 
Well, if anybody remembers um, back in 2009 when Natalia Livingston was leaving as Emily's lookalike, Rebecca Shaw, we ain't going to talk about that. Um, they oh, did a tongue-in-cheek. They did a uh-huh. tongue-in-cheek of, his, of, his son, of her son, I'll stop it. And the guy next to, to her was named Aaron, who was played by Chad. So some of the speculations is, is he going to come back as that character with an agenda? Or if he somehow, you know, this is soap. Nobody's really dead on a soap. Um, well, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, could he come back as Xander? Or, you know, there's so many ways of taking it if he does play Xander. Um, yeah, but GH, GH, you, you're really trying to meet, you're really trying to save our relationship, and I'm proud of you for trying to fight for our relationship because <laughs> this was a big, this was something I didn't expect. I've been preaching about it for like seven years. You hurt me. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, this, your marriage this counselor business. gave you both some homework, both General Hospital producers, <laughs> writers, et cetera, et cetera, and they gave you some homework <laughs> as far as taking deep breaths and 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 feeling things out and letting them play out. So y'all both have done your homework, and this is what happened. Yes. <laughs> I just, I just was like, I was really happy. I mean, you know, we'll talk about it later about GH, but I just, you know, it's, it's stuff like this, you know, with casting news. I mean, not all casting news was was great and some, you know, stuff like that. But this is why we always say the soap genre is like the best because they still know how to surprise you, even when yes. when it's like, man, they ain't gonna do it. That's never gonna happen. I mean, how many people thought that we weren't going to get uh, another another opportunity to see our friends in Pine Valley? I, I mean, we kind of thought, you know, we was like, okay, ABC, you have the rights. What are you going to do? You know, who was to say, you know, Don Diamond? Oh, Lord, him. Mm, yeah. Oh, Lord, um, have We're going to go there in a few minutes. He, yes. Yeah, yeah, we are. We I mean, start there in a few I mean, minutes. We, I mean, I mean, just saying. Um, and then, you know, days are lost. We'll talk about all that. And we know that the impeachment trial, you know, has preempted some shows. Except for days are lost, which you can see and on NBC.com, Peacock, and all that. We will talk about some of the stuff because. So, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, because I need to ask a question regarding days, and I want your opinions about it, because this is going to be a big discussion. Okay. You want to start with days, How many many persons can possibly play Vivian? (laughs) But I'm sorry. (laughs) No. (laughs) Wow. I just want to. I just want to say. I just want to say. I'm team. I'm team. I I love. I love all versions of it. There. I love right. all versions, but who's next? Erica Slezak as Vivian, or um, who played Rachel? Hey now. Um, hey now. Hey now. Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> okay, we talked about it. There you go, folks. Oh no. Yeah. Um. No, I mean we can we can we can talk about both first because I got yeah. some issues with okay. that as well. You have to. Have I missed something or didn't they show Don yet? On what? On. Let's see. Monday. What's he on Monday? I on TV. Dang, it's been so far. It's it been Monday. long. Dang. 
Monday was the last time, right? So. Yeah, did no, Monday we didn't see him. No. They've been seeing, see, see okay, him. so, no, we haven't seen him on the Young and the Rockless. We've seen, so CBS was, because we didn't know, we, you know, obviously they didn't know as well because they've been playing it by air. They gave, um, leaked out, well, they didn't leak out footage. They showed um, exclusive video of when Don DMI comes on to the Young and the Rockless, like his first, like, scene. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. If you have not checked that out, I'm pretty sure you go on Twitter, Facebook, and whatnot. Go to CBS.com. When I tell you that it's just, it's so funny to me, this that scene, because the scene itself is obviously, you guys know that, to give you guys the recap of Bold and Beautiful real quick, um, Kyle Summer from Young and Rustless came over to Bold and Beautiful to talk to Wyatt because originally they were talking about the merge between, you know, the Jabot collection and all that, all the business stuff. And Summer has said, oh, by the way, Sal said hi. And that perked Wyatt's ears up, and Summer wanted to get some information from Wyatt and Flo about, about Sally and, you know, everything. Well, then you had, you know, Summer and Kyle go bye-bye. See ya. Adios. And now, on Bone and Beautiful, we have a little situation. Who the dad? Am I back? Yeah. Yeah, you were back. I, okay. I saw you drop, so I uh, put you back on. Thank you. So sorry. <laughs> go ahead, Candace. That's okay. Yeah, who the daddy? Oh, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so who, we got we got contestant number one. He's a pre, He is uh, currently a baby daddy um, to two kids. Um, with, Already, from Stephanie yeah. and Hope's bedroom, it's Liam Spencer. Dun-dun-dun-dun. We also have uh, contestant number two. He's newly uh, been invited back to Stephanie's bedroom. We have Dr. Finn. Dun-dun-dun. Um, so, <laughs> I know, I felt like a really good game show. Like, okay. <laughs> so, the, the just, so the situation is, is that, you know, Liam had told Hope about it, and Hope is like, Based off of this paternity test is what's going to determine the, the future of their relationship. We have Finn who is, you know, told, you know, Stassi, you know, no matter what, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to be with you. Like, no matter what. Stephanie's like, I don't I'm know why I keep doing right. this. Yeah, like, she's like, I don't understand why I do, always do this, always do that, you know, this whole thing. And then she doesn't understand, like, how a guy like him could still be with her, like, you know, after all that stuff. This is where, and I know people are sick and tired of this storyline, like, because, you know, but this is the first time that I feel as though that Steffi is getting an eye-opener of what real love is instead of what she's been through for the last couple of years. But... At the same time, Liam is trash um, because yeah. you all this stimulated from. <laughs> we said this on the show. You saw what you thought you saw, but you didn't confront it. You exactly. saw a man kiss, kissing your wife, and instead of barging in and saying, "Hey, get away from my wife," you went ahead and got drunk mm. to go to the other girl who. Doesn't not, and 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 here's the thing because I know a lot of people is cracking up about the drug um, addiction well, wait, thing oh, that Stephanie wants to. Real quick, real quick. How'd you said, hey, hey, you'd have found out it was a dummy. 
It was a blow-up. Right. Oh, it was a mannequin. Right. Like, on. To me, that's my problem. It's like you went ahead and assumed, just like on Days of Our Lives with Chad, you assumed that your wives were cheating on you or, or, or something. And instead of confronting the scene as it's happening, you let it manifest into your brain, into your thought, into your soul. And you went ahead and you did something that you knew was going to be is going to bite you in the butt. And the thing yep. is that, you know, a lot of people I know did not like the Stephanie drug addiction storyline because it happened too fast. But I've always said the drugs wasn't her addiction. Her addiction is Liam. She uh-huh. can't, the drugs was a, was a cop-out. It was a way for her to express herself. But her real addiction is Liam. And, and it kind of shows in the storyline that Effie cannot get herself away from Liam because if that was the case, like some people said, she would have shut the door, shut her legs, and told him to go. Like, why did you take a shot of tequila? You're recovering from a drug a drug addiction here, and you're allowing Liam to come into your house and mess up what you just started with somebody new. You have a new fresh start, and you decide to ruin it. So fast forward here. Uh, this week we were supposed to find out who the daddy is, um, but obviously we're, we're probably going to have to wait a couple of days. George yeah, impeachment. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. So right now, you know, like like I said, you know, Liam is like kind of trying to make it where he's like he's really sorry about what he did, and he's like, well, hope, you know, you and Thomas, because he was trying to spin it. Thomas, on the other hand, He's kind of just being there for hope. Smart. Very smart. He's not trying to manipulate any of this. But he yep. was talking to Vinny. Yeah. He was talking well, wait, to Vinny. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to jump in right there because there's two things okay. that, that you kind of, you skated on that I really think we need to highlight. For the first okay. time ever, Steffi is actually taking a look at both sides and saying to her, you know, and saying internally, I play this part. I'm the one who is who stuck myself on Liam. Here's this guy Finn, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, along the way. She's actually she's actually owning up to her own piece of the of the of the of the drama that's been all these years, which is something that we've never seen from Steffi before. And and I gotta give kudos to to the aftermath of now I was one of those people. I thought the drug line, the drug storyline, went too fast. It, it hit all the right beats, but it hit them so fast that we didn't get to marinate in them the way we're supposed to with soap opera. I hope Candace, you'll at least right. agree with me on that one point. But the aftermath yeah. of it, the questioning of things, the because when somebody goes into recovery, and, and I know this from family members, I know this from some personal situations, et cetera, et cetera. When somebody goes into recovery, you don't only think about what, what you, you know, how many drinks you took, when you got in the car, when you should know, or et cetera. You think about all the moments, all the choices, all the decisions you've made along the way, and you start to think, A, what would life have been had I made other decisions, and B, what right. decisions am I going to make going forward based upon the knowledge that I know I now know about myself and my addictive personality, addictively and addictively and addictively and addictive personality. Right. So I'm really, really proud 
of B&B for hitting those notes. Do I like the storyline the way it's going right now? Not so much, but yeah. I'd rather you like not the, so much like, like the storyline and feel it be authentic than, you know, than be <laughs> memory transfer or babies that, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's just so many craziness that we could get on. At least this is, this is ground in reality. I don't necessarily love it, but it's ground in reality, and it's, it's hitting beats that need to be told. So I'm sorry that I interrupted yeah. you, Candace, but I really wanted to shout out B&B for, for, for really giving us the full canvas of what, you know, what this experience should be. Going through. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I just think that with this storyline, I mean, again, if you know Bold and Beautiful's history, this does go into the warehouse, you know. But the thing is, I, I'm kind of like on the fence because I, it's, it's weird because I know how the story is going to already go. Unless they flip the script for me. But I've seen it where this is also going to be Thomas Reduction's storyline as well. Because, well, let's just, I mean, obviously, you know, I do think we're going to get a Thomas and Hope pairing based off of whatever the paternity uh-huh. says. Yeah. And maybe um, honestly, and I, honestly. Yeah. I, yeah. And not underhanded. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Well, if you well, if, well, if you go back to <laughs> well, here's the thing. If, if you go back to what Thomas and Vinny was talking about, yes. Thomas was like saying how Hope deserves so much better. I could give her that, you know, da da da. da. And Vinny is like, what if you could? And so it's like, mm. all right, we're already setting this up where something's going to happen because right now. Again, like Hope said, whatever that paternity test says will change the course of all four of their lives. So, and then Bone the Beautiful had to be preempted because of the impeachment. Y'all suck. Yeah. I'm okay. sorry. So but. This, is, this is the perfect time for me to step in real quick because we've had crossover into L.A. from Genoa City, and we are – experiencing, and, and because of impeachment, we're not experiencing it the way we wanted to, crossover into Genoa City from L.A. I am so sorry, but based upon what we have seen so far, I have got to say this. ABC yeah. has done quite a few crossovers over the years. They had Ray Cummings, right. the incomparable Miss Lindana, who took one night to live, all my children, and General Hospital by storm. Some of that storyline, I was like, uh, a hum and a hum and a hum and a why? But most of it was creative, intelligent, engrossing, et cetera, et cetera. Then the next time that they decided to do a crossover event, they did it with a baby situation. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They are mm-hmm. You are right yeah, across yeah. the hall. I'm sorry, I have to say this. Kelly. And, and, you know, you are right across the hall from each other. You are from the same Soap Dynasty family. You, you've got powerhouse writers, actors, so on and so What is this crossover, and why did you even bother, is my personal opinion on, on the matter. Now, maybe they'll surprise us and pull something out of that hat in the next two weeks, but so far, 
I'm like humming a humming a why. Nothing. It did not. It did not give the excitement of any of the crossovers that we've seen. And as the world turned, did it years ago. You know, Candace, am I wrong? Yes. I mean, I, I feel as though okay. Lack of this is what happens. Yeah, this is. I mean, the fact is, is that we've been saying for years that these soaps. I mean, obviously, <clears throat> CBS can do it because they got two soaps. ABC has all the rights, so they can do like the hybrid crossover on General Hospital, which they did with Nora Buchanan. Um, mm-hmm. but the thing is, is that you know when you think of a bowl of beautiful crossovers, honey. You think of Sheila Carr. You think uh-huh. of the time that Brooke and Victor, oh, yes, it has happened. Deacon and Brooke, you know, like everybody was in, entangled. And I do think yeah. that this, you know, this whole Sally storyline, Sally versus Summer, I don't get where it started. Um, yeah, I don't I do either. Think I mean, it's so, too soon. Yeah. I feel it's I'm so, so like, excited for Sally to come to Genoa City. And it's just right. like. Yeah. What's Go ahead, the point? Girl. Sorry. Go ahead. Like, yeah, what's, what's the, the point? point? Basically. Yeah. Basically. Um, I think this was. I mean, from a creative standpoint, it was genius because Sally was a popular character on Bold and Beautiful to bring over to the younger Russells because you need more young and the younger the Russells. How many times have you heard me say that? But yeah, I I just don't get. I, I, this was to open the door because, like, apparently from what Brad and Josh said, this wasn't going to be the first. Obviously, Don Diamant coming over is, like, the legit. Because at first, I think people thought it was going to be, like, the Hawaii thing. You know, oh, mm-hmm. it's, they're still in Los Angeles. He's on a boat calling in to, G, you know, to the you know, general city. But, no, he's legit there. He, he's in. And if you haven't seen the scene, I'm going to tell you who's in it right now. Yeah. You got Jack Abbott. You got Lauren and you got Kyle, and there is a. T- I don't know who wrote that episode, but I'm gonna say, tell you right now, there is a mention of Brad's past. In that I know, scene. but I'm sorry. If you were gonna do it, you should have had Amelia Amelia Heim, uh, aka well, Miss well, Victoria. Well, well, hey Anthony, but that was only from from my understanding. He's gonna be there for a couple of episodes. So they only tease us with that. I've always said if they're going to do it, have them go to Crystal Light, see Sharon. That's what Casey, I'm saying. That's what Ashley. Saying. Yes. Right. Yes. Like we need, we need because because you saw the scene, right? Did you see it? Yeah, I saw that scene where he pops in the habit. Yeah. So I was like, when he said Jack Rabbit, he's like, oh darn it. Yeah, Jack. <laughs> I was like. I was like, that's how you write dollar dollar bill. Like it's just, and I need. I'm, I know that I'm not going to, but I'm just. You know what? At this point, self Jesus, you're working overtime anyway. I need to see between him and Eric Braden. If the, you can get that, I'm, that's a done deal. That crossover was a success. <laughs> like, you just and, no. I, you know, I'm you, sorry. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah. They was, They should have done it at um at, at one of the venues. Lights, et cetera, et cetera, where he walks in the room where Victoria's there, Tracy is there, oh, you, know, yeah. except, you, you know, and they all should have been like, what? Who? Okay. Amanda came, Shane Hillary. Like, we know he's not Brad, but 
Oh, my God. The fodder for it would have just been epic. Epic. Oh, yeah. And then for... And then for Dollar Bill to be Dollar Bill, it, it would have been epic. It would have been I epic. Just I'm, think, I'm just, I just so... Yeah, it's 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 gonna be. I, I as we're talking, uh, official Young and Ruckless uh, just hosting and saying, "We know you guys cannot wait for Dante and Ma to come on." Like, I mean, this is probably because. You know, this is like really good because again, you get some bread references and and I do want to see what the next one is because you know here's the saying: we all need to know if some people in GC knows that Sheila Carter is alive and if she's still working at the coffee house. I'm just saying. Um, we need to see uh, Lily. That's a drop. We need to see right. We need to see Justin from Bowling the Beautiful come kind of visit his cousin uh, Lily and Devon because yes, they're related. In case y'all didn't know, and Nate. He's a barber. Yeah. Even, yeah. Yeah, he's a barber. Like, they could talk about uh, why they weren't there for Emily's uh, Emma's funeral. Y'all remember Emma? Hey, y'all yeah. shady. Y'all, so, y'all. <laughs> so, yeah, so with Bonavistful, so right now, and, you know, Brooke knows about it. Everybody, Ridge kind of calls out Lynn, which is hilarious, like saying, you know, all he needs to be is loved and everything. That's all Lynn wants. And I'm like, Ridge, side eye, like, mm-hmm, just like you a couple of years ago. You wanted to be loved, too. But at least, and I'm, as a fan, I'm going to say this. I know everybody, you know, says, you know, I give, I, I give Brad a lot of, you know. The thing is that Brad, he wants to make this his own, put his own prime time finish, finish like. Right. The problem is, is that this triangle of Hope and Stassi and Liam has just been too much focus point, and it's not the actors, because we don't talk about the actors, but characters to me, there's no movement, and I think. Oh, Candace, let's it's let's call spades for spades. You know, back in the day, when it first, yeah. of course, it first was Ridge, Caroline, Brooke. When mm-hmm. that played itself out, they brought in Taylor, the Taylor. mother of, mm-hmm. of Thomas, Thomas and Steffi. You knew, no matter what, you knew there was always going to be a tug between Ridge and Brooke. You knew that there was a passion and a fire and an understanding of each other between Ridge and Taylor that, that he never had with Brooke. He still, to this day, has never had with Brooke. They really did have that understanding of who each other was at the basic core. And that's what's missing in the triangle of Liam, Hope, and Sethi. Not to mention, you know, quite honestly... You know, back in the day, I, maybe it was budget, et cetera, et cetera. But they put them in situations. They 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 brought them around the world. They they gave us reasons mm-hmm. to understand. You know, when you were in Forrester Creations in the mansion, you, you know, sitting on having a drink at at um, what's the restaurant again, baby? But you, you know, when you're in uh, only yeah, four uh, yeah. locations, you, you, there's there's only so much beats that can be played. And they've all been played. So if you want to, if you want us to invest back in it, then give us one of these grand storylines. 
you did the baby switch. This and you know, you, you you played the material that you can play, keeping them in LA. Either give us a grand adventure and a reason to reinvest, or be done with it. We're going on like seventy years back and forth, two different hopes. You know, brothers right. come in, mothers, you know, mothers getting involved, father and mother breaking up, getting back together, breaking up, getting back together, all because of what the kids are doing. It's, you played every it's beat. It's tiring. It's it tiring yeah. because to me, it's like, all right, we have Steffi, we have Hope. Let's take let's take Liam out the picture for a minute because. For everybody to say it's always been Liam. No, there's also another guy named Oliver who's for Liam. And you had Steffi feeling like she needed to have something to hope. What I don't understand, and I've always said, you know, one of these three needed to be the one to end this cycle. All right, take Liam out. Take him out. It's between Hope and Steffi who are more than just rivals. They're family. And they've been family forever in the sense. One of them has to be the smart one here and say, you know what, I'm tired, I'm done. Like, I'm completely, like, there's no going back, I am done. Yes, you're the father of my child, that's it. We will have our family moments, but right now I can't psychologically put myself through this ringer every single time. When you can't be with Stussy, you come to me. When you can't be with Hope, you go with with Stussy. And the thing is, to me, both of these women, they've seen this before with their parents. Why would you uh-huh, want to do that? I mean, I think it was me. like, yes. I think it was two years yes. ago. I think it was two years ago when, you know, and it's funny because it's deja vu too, is when Dollar Bill told Stassi, do you want to be like your mother and wait 30 years for somebody to come back to officially give you their heart? Guess what, Stassi, and I've been saying this a lot lately, you are now far off from your mom because your mom at a point would have said, Ridge, I am done. And, you know, you just, you just said something. is that with these triangles on, on and I'm not just going to say bold and beautiful here, is that you saw other, other moments. Like you said, going around what we saw when it was Brooke, Ridge, and Taylor. Here's the thing. Brooke wasn't always pawning after Ridge. She was trying to take over Forster Creations, and she did so. When Taylor wasn't, like, was trying to get back, she was doing something, something, too. And, yeah, Bo, where is Taylor? Because I get it, but you need to have her on campus because her children kind of need her. This story needs to be, yeah. like, somebody needs to have a special Bold and the Beautiful with special guest Dr. Phil, and they need to have Brooke, Taylor, even if you look, if you can't get Hunter Tyler, I've already told you that Chris and Alfonso would be the best one for me. I'm just saying. Yeah, 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 Have Dump, have Brooke, Ridge, and Taylor sit down with, you know, Dr. Phil. We can have a, you know, even though we're going to do a recast, but still kind of have it shown from the back side, like Brenda Russell did with a, with a uh, Victoria special episode. Y'all thought y'all were slick, y'all Russell, not showing Billy Miller, but you showed Billy Miller from behind. We saw that. I caught that. Anyway, but to really sum it up, is have a show where the parents realize what they did has now caused their daughters and sons to do the same, to have issues, to do the same, and have issues of, with relationships 
about themselves, like their, their insecurities and their insecurities. And then have Ridge and Liam have a scene together where Ridge actually sees himself in Liam and Liam sees himself in Ridge. And for those two to be like, you know what, yeah, we were dogs. Like, yeah, we really put these two through a lot. And then have Brooke and Taylor, or Brooke, no, have Brooke and Safi and, and Taylor and Hope, because Hope is like Taylor, in a sense. And Brooke is like Safi, and Safi is like Brooke. Have them have a moment where these four women realize, you know what, we want it better. Have them have, have them have some sort of special, you know, some sort of special throwback. Have, you know, the original um, uh, uh, Thorn. Uh, what's his name? You know who I'm talking about. Who, Jack? Um, oh, yeah, oh, that the one, 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 the first one. The first yeah, one was Thorn. He wasn't the first one. You know, I, quite honestly, she, she done the daddy and had kids with him. Ridge, who is the love of her life, as, as far as we know, and, and as far as they want us to believe, the brother, mm-hmm. you know, you know, have Jack Wagner pop up just for the episode, et cetera, et cetera. Hey. And, and have it, yeah. this, is, this is how we have shaped our children. The things that we've done, it is now history repeating itself over and over again. But, have Taylor pop in, you know, you know yeah. You can have it there because I, I, I think this would be a good one, a good episode because it should end with Hope, like Taylor, Brooke, Hope, wait, Taylor, Safi, Brooke, Hope, looking at their, looking at their kids. Do and have Dr. Phil Exactly. Exactly. And, like, and they do you want to have continue a moment to, we're to hoping, it, yeah. They should have a moment where Hope and Stephanie, Hope and Steffi, confront each other, not in a vicious rip roaring, you know, Alexis and and, um, and Crystal Carrington deep in the pond, slapping mm-hmm. each other up moment where they say, "You raised my daughter, you you took care of my daughter for the first year of her life. I can never, but I don't want to be here 25 years from now, looking at at my daughter." going back and forth between because of the examples that we continue to set as we go forward because we didn't pay any attention to the examples that were set to us as we were growing up together. Exactly. Yeah. And you you do need them to to reestate the fact that Ridge thought of that girl of hope as his daughter. And that's, I think that because a lot of people probably don't know that. I I guess because when Thorsten Cates took over, they wanted to, like, kind of cut that part of the history. But Rich has always thought of Hope as his daughter. Like, that's the crucial – that, I will post the scene up. I will give it to somebody – I will post it on my social media account where Rich said, you know, I always thought of you as my daughter. So I'm yep. Hope because you got to remember how Hope came into this world was not a, yeah. a convenient way. I mean – I mean, for crying out loud, it was Bridget's boyfriend that kind of knocked your mom up. So, you know, that's that's mm-hmm. the irony of it is that you go, now you have the same, you have the same cycle continuing, but do you want the future generation to, keep, to continue it on? Like, you know, and speaking of cycles, real quick, Carter, we need to talk. 
<sighs> what did y'all think about this real quick? Carter, Zoe, Zenday, Perry. Zoe wants her cake and eat it too. She wants both Carter and Zenday. Oh, honey, she wants to to personally whip the cream and spread it all over. But go on. You know. And Paris just has her number. Candace, you know what I'm saying. I know what you meant. (laughs) Yep. I will say. I will say, even though Bold and Beautiful, but this is this is something Bold and Beautiful has been doing for for a long time. When one story isn't working, like one storyline, thank goodness they remembered that they they're so popular and they can do one, more than one story. This story of Carter and everybody is is probably my must see storyline um, because I feel bad for Carter. In the sense that he really did fall in love way too fast, but again, given his history, <laughs> I understand why. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the fact that they're writing Zoe back to what she was in the jump from jump, an opportunist. Yeah. And not only that, and not only that, it's something that was said that I was like, yes, that's the reason. She's when I say she's an opportunist, it was so it was so funny how this like all came out. When Zoe has been saying, Oh, the CEO, the co the COO of this and everything, like she wanted to make sure everybody knew the label that Carter had and what that meant to her. It's like, yes, I'm going to be the wife of the COO, you know, stuff like like putting that brand out there. Homegirl has been wanting to be a forester so bad. That it hurts. How do we know this? Let's take a look, shall we? And uh-huh. play that, play the, play the music like this is like a game show or something like that. I don't know. But thank you. Here's the thing, Zoe. If you guys remember the baby storyline, let's go back a couple of years ago. Yeah. She was hired to kind of flaunt what she, what her mama gave her. So Thomas can spill the beans. Instead, Thomas put some some magic on her in the bedroom. Wink, wink. And she totally was like, "Oh, I'm in love. Me and Thomas are forever." And then Thomas proposed to her. She had her mindset of being a forester. Okay, when everything uh-huh. and whatnot, you know, continue on down. Then Zenday comes in, and here she is trying to make a play for him and doing her little. <laughs> and everything. What is who is Zenday's what is Zenday's last name? Forrester. She still works at Forrester. She still wants to be a part of that. She wants to be a part of that family so bad that she would even marry Carter, who's best friends with Rich Forrester. It's like and like they say, you just want the name. You don't care about Carter. You just want an association or to be in the family. I love right. that. Scene. I was like, call her out, call her out, call her out. Come on, come on, come on, call her out. Because I, I was kind of getting, I was getting worried. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, okay, if they have Carter to marry this girl, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smack somebody. But I love the fact that Carter. By the way, Lawrence Saint Victor, my brother. Let me just uh-huh. say it now. 
He brought it and you, continues to bring it. You better keep, you better remember those episodes from when you submit for supporting actor uh-huh. next year for yeah. the Emmys. And I'm going to say it now. You brought it, and it's about damn time Bold and Beautiful gave you some material like that. Besides you and Carla Mosley, this was, this was good. This was good. Kiara Barnes, her breaking down and saying, I just want to get married to you. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, you got coy. You got coy. And I love it. This is those times where, as a soap fan, you're like, you're so happy that somebody got coy that you're like, you forget at times how it feels for somebody to get caught and get called out. And it's not yep. related to anything else. It's like, and then you got Paris over there. She's like, yeah, you got caught. <laughs> like, I'm moving on my life. Uh-uh. So what do you guys think about this new court? Like, they're bringing their A-game. Well, honestly, you know, that storyline actually is is, is fresh. It, it's, it's different. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, Lawrence, 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 they've had him for years with popping in, you know, marrying somebody and popping in saying, oh, you know, dollar bill, you got to pull back. He, you know, he's been a character since the whole Meyer reveal six years ago, seven years ago, whatever that was. He's been a character, when Marcus been a cartoon on. character. Yeah. You know, what I will say real quick to what Candace was saying before, you know, it is Zende. So I, I get the forest name, but it's also Zende. She said to herself, ooh, blowing on my finger. He is hot. If I'm going to get burned, and I'm going to get burned quite nicely. But it also came with the forest, with the forest of cachet. Um, mm-hmm. I lost my train of thought, but I was going somewhere good. Nonetheless, I am definitely invested in this in this side of the storyline. And quite honestly, you know what, Bulls and the Beautiful? Put Liam, Sethi, Hope, Finn, put them all on the back burner for a little while. Let them be the B story. Re- graduate yeah. this up to the A story and bring back in Miss Carla Mosley and let us finally understand what the hell happened over in Paris, Europe, wherever the hell it happened. Let us understand what happened, when it happened, and, and let this story be the A story for a while. Because they, you've yeah. got talent. You, you've, got, you've got confirmed talent here playing this out, and, and enough of us care enough about it that we will give it the A story. We'll be there. Yeah. Let the rest of yeah, them be, we'll be there. the A story for a couple of months. Yes. And, and, you know, today, will you be there today is that – Yeah. Say you'll be there. <laughs> I feel like singing a Spice Girl song. I can't do it because we don't have the right stuff. But I'm thinking the same thing. And then we gotta I go mean, to Genoa we'll City because we've definitely we've definitely used up. Yeah. What happened to Quinn? So She's like Quinn's nowhere in sight either. I haven't seen her, and I can't I mean, remember. I mean, I mean, here's another thing too. We gotta keep also remembering we're still in Corona Town, so they're trying yeah. to rotate as many as they can, but. With the fact of Jacqueline going on maternity, well, she's already on maternity leave because today is her due date. Today is today her due is date. Today is her due date. To, today, yeah, February 11th. That's what she announced. She's like, the baby's coming in February. So, but we all know that ain't going to happen. Girl, you can have that child on Saturday. Girl, go here, girl. Or, or Sunday, Valentine's Day. Make it a love thing. 
So it's going to be interesting to see if she already pre-takes um, some episodes or if they're going to have them on the back burner. No, no, um, she did pre-tape episodes. They they, okay, they put that out like like a month ago. Yeah, that they were pre-taping okay. episodes with her so that she wasn't going to be off canvas for too long. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, there you go. Thank you. All right. Okay. Let's jump so, over to let's yeah. jump over to Genoa City because I got some things yeah. to say and I'm sure Candace, you've got some things to say. We talked okay, so about, we're going to talk about the, Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. We, go talk, ahead. we talked about this on the last take two take two, two radio episode. And, and I'm sorry. But I I have to say it. Why? Why, Young and the Restless, why are you, do you always pick Sharon? Why do you always pick Sharon to be the, 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 fall the guy. food foil? I, the fall guy, the food foil? I, I don't even know what to call it at this point. You know, you put her, you put her through all the training. You put her through becoming, you, you know, um, uh, uh, an accredited, you know, uh, therapist. Therapist, thank you. Oh my God, I can't tonight. You put her through all that, and you and she's still a clown. It's just not. There's so many things wrong with this storyline that it hurts me. And the thing is, the potential is there for so many good things. There's so much good story to be told. What are you doing? What are you doing? We gave you all. All the material that and, and Candace, would you need to check if they use our material, or would you let them because oh, yeah. it's young and the rest of them? We love them; they can have it. You got faith. I've been saying I've been and, saying that for a couple of years now, and I think they're actually they actually been taking some of my ideas. So, I'm just saying, just I got I got my receipt too. By the way, <clears throat> just saying. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank I. you. <laughs> Is it just then, because uh, them, Mark and Sharon, are a couple and they want them together? I, okay, first off, I, I have to say it because literally she – how long has she been married to Ray? It's been – how long has she been married to Ray? It's been shorter than Kim Kardashian's marriage to that one guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that basketball weirdo that looked like, like – Yeah, we don't know, talk about uh, him. Yeah, Lark, mm-hmm. him. Yeah, yeah, like Larch, yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sharon, the, yeah. the basis of Sharon's character is she's always wanted a man who was going to choose her, who was going to love mm-hmm. her for her, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You give her Ray, and then you make her make the choices that she's making. I'm sorry, it's not believable. It's not palpable. No. Ray is the guy she's been waiting for. Ray, Ray is okay. the guy that she's been dreaming about. Uh, okay. And for what, Adam? Okay, come on. I'm, I'm gonna come in here. I'm gonna I'm gonna be like Supergirl. Hi. Okay, I'm gonna be the you know the the school so fan. I'm like, oh, darn it, Sharon always is like the one you know. Current storyline is that that girl is Faith. Okay. And what I love, and I will say this, I love the execution of the storyline. Even though people had an issue with it, I love the fact that it actually showed the one 
character, the one person nobody thought that this was going to have a lasting effect on, be the one to be having a lot of issues with it. And that is faith. I think sometimes mm-hmm. we forget that, that part faith, I love too. Faith, I agree. Yeah. Yes, that part I love. The, the thing is, is that with faith, first and foremost, she's a, she's a teenager. Like that little, she's not little anymore. You can't protect her from everything. I love the yeah. fact that she has an issue with Sharon being still friends with the person who kidnapped her when she was a baby. That is believable. That is the reaction that some people should have when when the victim is still friends with the serial killer or the you know or the rapist or the person that pushed the husband down the flight steps and then all of a sudden you got married to him. Those are the kind of reactions you want. She's not like, wait a minute, hold up. The fact is is that Sharon is trying to be and she's in my in the last couple of years a people pleaser. She's trying to please everybody. Now, as far as the guy that she's been waiting for, I love Rice. I do. But let's not forget, Ray kind of turned on her, too, when the whole JT thing, putting her, you know, taking the phone conversations, the phone bill, and stuff like that. To me, we're going to say the guy that okay, she's waiting for or Candace, whatnot. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there because the one thing that Ray did that Nick never did, that, that nobody – Okay, let me rephrase that because Dylan. Yeah, but you know what I was going to say that. I was going to say Dylan. What he did was Ray owned it. Ray owned it, and Ray told her who he was, how he was, why it was. Ray owned it. Where no one, Nick was. It was always about his daddy, his sister, his mama, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, Ray is the first one. No, I'm sorry, the second one because Dylan did. I got to give it. Dylan did, Uh but he's gone here. Ray owned it, and since she's experienced it with Dylan, she's experienced all the versions of her and Nick, she should be, but, it, the character progression is not true to life. But, it's but, not. Wait a minute, but, let's, let's, but let's, let's also think about this, too, is that Sharon proposed to Ray after she realized that her and Adam, like that Adam was making a feature for Chelsea. And it's, and it's always been a question among Young and the Russell's fans is, who is really Sharon's true love? Is it Nick, Nick or is it Adam? In the sense of, you got to remember that when Sharon was at her lowest of lows, Adam was the it one was who was yeah. there for her. Vice yeah. versa, when Adam was, was on his worst and whatnot, Sharon was there too. So it's like they're kind of connected in this mis-twisted cycle yeah. of a relationship. The fact that and Candace, Sharon I'm is right there with you. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Hold this for okay. a second. This one's also. And I'm right there with you. If she was anything but a therapist, if they had given her any. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. That was my next thing I was going to talk about. Because, you know, Adam, because, you know, okay, real quick, Chelsea had a, a minor stroke. She's, you know, paralyzed, can't talk, and everything like that. She's in a, she's confined into a wheelchair. Real quick, side note, Melissa Claire Egan has one of the easiest jobs right now because I would love to do that, just sit there and not say anything and still get paid. Girl, you're, you're my hero. You're my shero. You're my shero, Melissa. But the thing is, is that, okay, Adam is so rid with guilt because, this, because her incident that caused her brain hemorrhage, hemorrhage was the day that he was at Sharon's wedding. First and foremost, let me just let me clarify something real quick. 
Young Russell, you're playing too hard with this, and I and I know because I don't want to yeah. say that it's because Mark yeah. and Sharon in real life. I think it's the character wise is that Sharon and Adam has always been in each other's orbits when trouble is looming. Adam will go to Sharon knowing that Sharon will be his backer. But with that being said, Adam is rid of guilt because of Chelsea's situation. And Chelsea is jealous of Adam and Sharon's relationship. At the same time, you know, Adam is like, oh, you know, she's going to be having trouble with depression and everything. Let me talk to Sharon. Why would you, Adam, put, why would you put oil on fire as it's already burning? Why would you continue mm-hmm. doing this? Because like Sharon said, Chelsea doesn't like her. Adam is like, well, maybe you'll get the reaction from her like last time because last time Chelsea was trying to say something. But Chelsea was trying to say it was something that we can't really say on the show. But, you know, why would you do that? And not only that, I am sorry. I will say it right now. Go ahead. Chelsea, you'll be a, you'll be a fool if you go back to Adam. Because there's always, you know how dreams tells you the real truth about situations? All your dreams have been telling you is Adam does not want you, boo. He wants Sharon. You're dreaming of, you know, seeing Sharon and him after they have sex and afterglow, drinking champagne and stuff like that. If your reality is also telling you that Adam doesn't want you, because there's been plenty of times, honey, before you had your stroke, when Adam has said that he wasn't going to be a ride or die with you. You, Chelsea, of all people, should know that there's some other men in the GC who is worthy of your of your love and affection. And I'm pretty sure that pretty yeah. soon somebody's going to be available. Well, I don't know about that, but somebody's going to be pretty available pretty soon named Ray. And maybe you, Ray, and Victoria can start up a triangle. There. I had to get on my phone. Okay. Back. I'm okay. sorry. But I, I like that. <laughs> unless you're trying to, unless you're not going to rustle, if you're going to be, you're going to psych me out here and you're going to kill off Ray. <laughs> All right. Now, mm. before we leave Genoa City, we got one more thing to talk about. And I'm, I'm going to leave it all to Candace. Okay. Girl. <laughs> Amanda. Devon. Elena, Nate, come on, girl. Uh, okay. <clears throat> I would like to say, Young and Russell, stop going into my journals and reading stuff because I knew that Amanda <laughs> and Devon was going to hit the. I knew Amanda and Devon was going to hit the sheets sooner or later. It it was bound to happen because the way they've been playing it up, where Devon and Amanda has been talking, hanging out, and stuff like that. When Elaine and Nate, okay, with this plot, when the first came out, when the first cycle of the story of, you know, Elaine, you know, Elena sleeping with me and, and all that, it didn't pack any punches. I mean, I'm sorry, it, it didn't. It because didn't. this was no, all right. based off of, again, you know, we talked about Liam and Ch- and we'll talk about Chad too, is that Elena went off based of her insecurities about a dead person, which was Hillary. Every time you look at Amanda, it's a reminder of Hillary. Here you guys talking right. about Hillary, the love of your life, Hillary. I'm your current girlfriend. I'm supposed to, I understand you're still grieving and that you're still talking to her new sister, but my insecurities have been there since day one. I love the scene where Devon asked, can you please tell me what I did wrong? And that was the first time yes. I think, 
You know, yes. I was like, thank you. I was like, I don't know who wrote it, but thank you because I don't think Devon, um, on, like, he didn't know. Like, he was like, was it always Nate and me? Was it was something that I did? Just, you know, please tell me. And I love the fact that Elena has said, I've been fighting a ghost since day one. I wish Devon, I wish they would have, I wish she would have said, do you remember the night of the party when I had no clothes? And you told me to borrow one of Hillary's dresses and her shoes and her necklace. Basically, I was a made-up version of Hillary. But I was like, I wish they would have went that far because that's when it started. It was that moment that it started. I love the fact that they was, like, honest and open with each other. And, yes, I did like the fact that they put together because that's just, that's just, that was something that they both needed. They needed that, that moment of passion. Now, what I'm not liking is the fact that I think around this time, somebody does need to be pregnant. I know you guys are going to be like, wait a minute, Candace, you were so against this last time. That's because of the way that was played out the first time. It didn't no, Candace, I agree with you 100%. I agree with you 100%. Right. This is the time, exactly. Right. I do think they put whoever it was. I'm going to not say who I believe it was, but I feel as though somebody at Young and the Rosses took a look at the story arc and was like, okay, we need to make some kind of decision here. I do think there will be a pregnancy. I'm kind of wondering if they're going to flip the person who's going to be pregnant because as much as I can see Elena be pregnant and be like a who's your daddy storyline, I can it's also gonna be Amanda. see where, right, and I can see that yep. being an issue because it's like, okay, here's, you got the lookalike, you got the child. But to me, it's like now you're questioning, okay, where does this lead? Because, I, you know, again, starting an impeachment about Nate because Nate, you know, had asked the question, was there something about Javon and Elena? Mm-hmm. But it's also perfect to, to bring Lily back into the storyline too, because, because Lily of her can guilt. talk about her. Yes, exactly, her guilt and her past experiences, and the fact that she was willing to step step up and be the mama to her her husband's mistress's child, et cetera, et cetera. There are so many beats that can be played if Amanda is the one that's but pregnant. See, I I feel so like to in all honesty, I wish. This is okay. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. I wish they would have not done that part. I wish they would have had, of course, the the drama, the dramatic of Amanda and and Devon sleeping together. I wish that down the line they would have had Devon and Elena talk, and then all of a sudden, because of the guilt of Devon, him and Elena sleep together, and Nate not knowing, or Amanda not knowing. I wish that they would still kind of circulate. Amanda around Billy. I wish that they would like circulate I Nate wish, around I Abby and, yes. and, uh, and other people because I feel as though this is one of the issues that some fans have always had with, with, with Young and Ross is not against the actors. It's the fact that everybody, I'm just going to say it, all the black people are always on the island together. And it's like, okay, you need, like, okay, because okay, a wait, year ago. Hold up. Right there, okay. before, you, before, you leave, before you leave the island, they played with Devon and Abby so many times and brought us to right. a, like a twinkling and then left us hanging. So first right. and foremost, that, that, that is a beat. They're friends. They, they've been friends for a long time. 
Devon should have went to Abby and said, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I don't know what I'm feeling. I just slept with Amanda, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. But that, that moment's passed. What they, what they should have had was a moment where Elena said, it's her sister. You still have feelings. It's unresolved, et cetera. You know what? I, I want you to know. I want you to figure it out. I give you my blessing. And while you're doing that, I'm going to go over here and play a little bit. Hmm. That's, yeah. who, that's, who the, that's who the character came on being. What they turned her into, how excited were we when we had Brittany on this show? Because they were writing a character that we were so invested in. But what happened? What happened? Mm-hmm. Elena would have turned around and like, you know, fell a got, little bit. Yeah, it, it's it, it, it's like they. Yeah, I mean, I mean, with Elena, it's like okay, you, you own up to your hoishness. Just own it. Just own the fact that you slept with me in the hospital on the hot on the on the bed. I hope y'all cleaned that with some Lysol and stuff. But oh no, it's okay. But like, I mean, it wasn't crisp, but it was good. I mean, yeah. I mean, hey, if there was an emergency, they're in the right place. Just saying. Right. Ask Brad Call. Just saying. Ask Brad Call. He had a he had a heart attack after his sex. So, you know, just just put it out there. But I just did I mean, they moved with this this quad to the interesting point, but at the same time it's not it's not hitting right now. It's like it's inter- it's gotten way better, but it's not at that point where it's like, ooh, mm, yeah, like I just and, and and that's why I'm still kind of in a way right now that I'm talking about it. I really now don't want a baby storyline because it's just gonna be it's just gonna be weird. It's just gonna be like okay, if if this was like Drusilla, Malcolm, and Neil, and us not knowing that Elena slept with Nate or Devon, like if we didn't know that one of these people did sleep with somebody. And then there was a baby, and then all of a sudden we get a flashback, and it's like, ooh, like Anthony Davis, she slept with such and such. Yes, like, yes, I agree with you a thousand percent. It should, yes, it would be so much more impactful if we got it in a flashback. But you know what? We should still right. have the baby. We should still have the baby. It sounds because... like she's going to tell him the truth. No, and no, see, you know that's not does... going to happen, David. But see, but see, here's the thing. I will say this: if they do that, if they have her confess, that's when you when you end the story. That's because it's yes. not it's okay. no impact. Yes. Unless, yes, it's no impact yes. after you tell like, oh, by the way, I slept with such and such, and I wanted to let you know. And, and even though we're not official, I just wanted to be clear with you and open. So there you go. And then Nate could be like. Okay. Now, I will throw this out there. If they bust out and said that Nate and Amanda slept together, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't need to know everybody slept with, like, you know, Amanda tells Nate. Nate tells, you know, Devon. Devon tells Elena. Elena tells. I don't need everybody playing telephone and talking about their sex. Like, yeah. I need for okay. younger right. the only to sl- remember. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Both of you. The only flashback sex that we never saw that we – is going to be that that I would want to see and and really get invested in is Abby and Devon 
and suddenly that she thinks she can't get pregnant, all of a sudden the, you know, Devon's miracle, you know, baby daddy sperm hits her up with a baby. Mm-hmm. Other than okay. that, the rest of it would just be kind of fodder. Okay. All right. So I thought about that because, well, let's, let's just talk about this real quick. So in case y'all are living under rock, Donnie Boris was let go of Young and the Rocks with this chance. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of circumstances around this. All we know is the original Instagram post. Yes, I did screenshot it for future reference um, because I wanted to make sure that I but saw what I saw. It. So he gave the yeah he gave the whole timeline. It happened on Christmas Eve at 4 p.m. He got a phone call saying he was no lo- his services no longer needed on the Young and the Rocks list, and that they weren't going to recast the role. Okay. This was the same day, same week that it was announced that, you know, like, because they asked Mariah to be the, the circuit. She's like, yes. Tessa's like, I'm going to help you with tea. And Abby's all excited. And then on Monday, which was Donnie's last episode, he, you know, <laughs> got, got, got word that Chance has a low sperm count because of his many incidents. And then at the end of the episode, he took a mysterious call. And then on Tuesday... We, we got told that he had took a new mission, and he wrote a letter, and Nina came. It's always great to see Trish Cash, by the way. Um, and that he still wants them to, you know, go through the process of a surrogate or, you know, find a, a donor. So the story has now kind of been um, derailed a little bit, which I mean, I have so many things to say about this, so I'm just going to – get on my soapbox real quick and then Anthony and David you guys can chime in to me okay you can still do the story but the focus is not going to be all on Abby anymore because we don't have a chance until further whatever further notice. what this story can do if you flip it writers listen to me you can flip this story and make this about Mariah and Tessa and let them get the storyline this is going to be a storyline okay. where Mariah and Tasha's insecurities because we don't because they were brought up very differently. You can actually mm-hmm. have them have that conversation about the deeper part of their relationship because I was at a fan event with Cameron Grimes real quick, shout out to Cam, right. where she did say that Tessa and Mariah was to be engaged before Corona. But they put the put the storyline on hold because they wanted to do some other things. This is how you reinvest in Mariah and Tessa because Young and Russell, I'm going to be honest with you, I love you and everything, and you're currently the only soap so forever in a day that has a Juliet, Juliet storyline right now. You already have a very popular and huge fan base with Mariah and Tessa for them to constantly mm-hmm. do. And I get Kate, Kate is on recurring and everything, but you still need to put this in place. You can have mm-hmm. them deal with the fact of their relationship now going into the fact that Mariah is carrying a wife. You can also have it where Abby may change her mind. Where does that leave Mariah and Tessa with the child? Are they ready for this kind of commitment? Are they ready to reach this level of their relationship? How is Tessa going to feel about no. okay. being a mother? Okay. Well, the, what they well, need the to do with it is okay. give us a flashback <laughs> where Mariah and Tessa had something going on, which they had something going on so many different times, where Mariah went out and did something stupid. And we don't know 
who the baby actually belongs to right at the moment where Tessa finally comes to terms with everything and she's okay with it. And Abby turns around and says, you'll always be a part of the baby's life, et cetera, et cetera. And then boom, it ain't the child that we thought it was, AKA general hospital from a couple of years ago, Mm -hmm. but do the storyline right. Do the Mm storyline right this time. The way Yankee and the rest of us actually could do it. Yes. Yes. I just That's want, I where just a flashback like, will come into play big time and nicely. And guess what? I got to say it. Because of the relationship with, with Devon and Mariah over the years, that'd be a perfect, yeah. perfect, perfect, perfect flashback to throw with us about five months from now. Yes. David? Yes. Um, I, li- I like your ideas. I th- I think oh, what about what saying, Candace was saying? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. use it use it wisely and um you know. I'm sorry, I'm losing my train All of right. thought for a minute. That's okay because time wise we have gotta pop over to Salem. Yep. Oh, so, yeah. I'm, I'm taking a couple I'm taking a couple of breaths. Okay, first off. I, I I made a joke before, but honestly, you did. I, I really I, I did, but honestly, I really like that we're getting very we're getting very different flavors of Vivian. I would like for Vivian to pop up every couple of months as a different soap star from from you know from the heydays. I would love to see Susan Lucci take on Vivian for a couple of weeks. <laughs> I would love to see Eric. I would love to even see. Kim Zimma come in and try to put her spin. Yes. I would love Vivian to just come back every couple of months as a different soap star from, from days of old with, with, with a weird storyline. You know, ditch Yvonne, the, I'm sorry, you know, he's, he's gay's history, so on and so forth. But you know what? Let Yvonne also be soap stars from days of old. Um, what's his name? Cass. What's his name in real life? Cass from um, Another World? Uh, Steven Schnatter. Um, Steven. Uh, yep. Yeah. Would, wouldn't you love to see him play Yvonne for a couple of weeks? You do it if you give him um, a nice haircut. Okay. Mm. Uh, well, anyway, I digress. That, that's my whole Vivian thing. Okay. <laughs> days of all lives, days of all lives, days of all lives. Oh. Emily O'Brien, you got... You, 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 Dave, Dave, you got the next person. Yep. You you got the next person with Emily O'Brien. You did. Mm-hmm. Don't do it, Dave. Don't do it. Don't turn her into. Don't turn her into. You need to let her be her. Okay, Candace. Let Gwen be Gwen. a bit. Like when began, go ahead, go ahead, Candace. Okay, no, no, before Candace goes, because I have to say this. Ever since Stefano, the Joe Mascalo Stefano, you know, is no longer on this earth anymore, we have not had a true villain on Days of Our Lives since then. Every single villain, Xander, Kristen, every single villain that you have given us, you have then taken Stephanie. away and tried to redeem and tried to. I'm done with the redemption story. I jumped on board with David because, A, he was, he was hot. He was hot. And when yeah. you tried to redeem him, if you had fully 
you know, if you had fully done the redemption like you did with Ben, it would have been so much more glorious than with Ben because Danda actually had the material to be redeemed. But you got to stop redeeming your damn villains. Let us have a villain that's a true damn villain. If you got to kill them off with an axe the way you did Claudia Zakara up, up on General Hospital, okay, I'll be there with you. I'll be there with you. But let your villain be a villain. Stop trying to make us love your villains. I'm a, I'm a little for the ride with Jake. I, I am. At this point, you've muddled. All right, Candace, go. Go. Go ahead. Go. There go, days. I tried. I tried. I, y'all know, I, you know, I get a lot of hate about y'all, everybody saying I have an issue with, with Ron and, and stuff, and I, I don't. But in this situation, I'm having an issue with days itself. First and foremost, I definitely agree with you, Anthony. Stop reconning these, these villains. We long for the days. Like, this current generation of soaps, soaps do not have a James Sandbag, uh, Jan, Janet Green, Annie Dutton. They don't have a Sheila Carter or a Stefano. And I know that there's no way you can have another, but you need a villain on your show. You're right. Every time there's a villain, we always get a sob story behind why they're being so bad. In this case with Gwen, it's because she didn't know, she didn't think that Jack, well, she didn't know that Jack you know, knew about her and stuff like that. We'll talk about that in a minute. The fact mm. is that you cannot keep having these villains. And here's the thing, Kristen, I don't know her. I don't know that girl. In the last couple of months, in the last couple of years, I don't know would they if they if there was a cleanse on a soap called Reform One O One, I'm pretty sure she took it. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know her. Like I don't know this. I'd love to think who, that it started with nuns on the run, but it actually started before that. It started before the right, time jump. Right. And, and, and they to ruined me, she was never this They ruined her. Right. They, it's like and because the thing of Brady. Is that everything that she does, everything she does is because she's a mom. She's a mom. Well, then give us let, let Gabby have that that excuse because she was a mother. But y'all put her on under the bus every single five minutes. Somebody breaks the nail. Guess what? Gabby did it. Gabby was the one who pulled off the nail. Mm. Gabby did this. I feel as though Dave has forgotten how to do a villain without the sympathy act. You can do that without the sympathy act. Trust me, you can. I've been watching so for so long. I I you know and, and, and you can't always. And you can't always say it's a mental illness or it's daddy and mommy issues. Stop that. It's, it's, like it's just, yeah, exactly. thank you. Thank you. So you mean to tell me because Gwen and Charlie have parenting issues that they're drugging and raping people? Okay. All right. After school break special time. No. Just no. say no. Yeah. Okay. Another thing is, is that Dave's. I will applaud you for something because I, again, think that you was like peeping into my, my journal. I said on, on this episode a couple of weeks ago that I think Laura is connected to this Gwen storyline. And I remember yes, everybody you did. was like, you oh, were right. they, they was like, oh, dear God, my tweet, please Candace. don't tell me that her, yeah, don't be, don't say that Laura is the mother where, again, if you follow Days of Our History for some of you youngins out there, you had Jack and Laura actually slept together. Laura was having her moment, and Jack was, like, pretending to be somebody else, not knowing that that was Jennifer's mom. 
That could have totally worked. But you didn't do that. I wish you would have done it. But instead, you Me really too. went back and, and said because of Jack's father. This is where I was like, no, Lord still got to be a part of it because Jack's father is dead. So to me, yeah. if you have two parents who are dead, what's the big explosion? So we come to find out that all of this stuff for Gwen's mom's revenge was kind of a waste of time because it wasn't Jack's daddy. It was Laura who was sending out the checks. And Jack didn't know that Gwen was his daughter. Shocking. But they didn't know that Laura knew. So, you know, Laura comes to town. The beautiful Jamie Lynn Bauer, everybody. Look at fabulous. Look at Tabitha yeah. Seed. Love her. Looking well rested. And well it's so tomorrow. short. So right. short. Right. And the thing is, you know, she you know she tells the story and everything. By the way, shout out to Dave for doing that little flashback, you know, kind of being funny about how, you know, Jennifer looked from 1993, 94, yeah. but really was mm-hmm. looking from 86. Like, okay. Ah. So you got more compassion all uh, this. Wait, uh, uh, wait, hold up, hold up. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think that that was phenomenal. I think they did a really good job with okay. Katie. I thought that was fucking. Oh, yeah, Katie awesome. Emily did it, but I'm just talking about because some people was like, okay, if if Marcy is playing Jennifer Rose, the 90s Jennifer Rose, Jennifer Rose didn't look like that. The way she looked, it was 1986 because it was the yeah, shoulder okay. pads okay, and yeah. the um. The yeah, 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 yeah. You know the what I'm talking Frankie, about. Yeah, so, the whole Frankie era. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. Okay. So they were talking about it. So basically, it's around. If you're doing the timeline, this is when Jennifer was with Peter Blake. Okay, so Laura okay, knew all right. about all of this, and she kept, yeah, she kept all this a secret. Okay, fast forward. Now, this is the part of the show where we get we'll say spoiler alert because NBC has been playing Days of Our Lives, which is now on today's episode is now on NBC.com. So, spoiler alert for those who do not want to know, but you probably heard about it because this is the big issue here. So, fast forward, you know, Gwen and Jack have their moment, <laughs> tears, we got tears, Bill Hillary, we got cries, mm-hmm. Laura feels right. so guilty, right? So, then all of a sudden, I'm going to fast forward this, Gwen and Laura have their confrontation, okay? Next thing you know, spoiler alert, Laura dead. drops. Gwen is like, <gasps> Jack is like, don't worry. So the, the, the situation is at hand. And this is really a big debate on Twitter and on Facebook and even on Instagram right now. Was this worth killing Dr. Laura Horton off? No. No. Not at all. <laughs> nope. Here's the problem. You know how we just talked okay. about the villain? Wait, first off, wait, okay. hold up, because we just saw Kristen, a.k.a. Hope, disappear from the canvas, as far as we know, and, and if they recast the role, it's, it is not going to go well. So you've gotten rid of, you know, she's gone, and now you're going to play the whole Laura beat? No, no, it was a bad move. Go ahead. Candace, sorry. Well, here's the here's 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 where I'm going to come in at. Laura Horton, first and foremost, is a Horton. The show's been about the the Hortons, the Bradys since yep. since as long as I can remember. 
Laura has been played by so many people, starting with Susan Flanner, you know, and all the way up here. And to me, this is a plot point driven death that shouldn't have happened to prop Gwen up. And mm-hmm. not saying you can't kill characters off, but there is something going on lately with Days, and I know I know people gonna say Candace, you always come down on Days, but this is the truth. Y'all kill too many legacy characters off. Yes, you no can't build reason. a new legacy by killing the legacy that you already have. Yes, right. I yes, mean, yes, I know, yes. I know. There's people. There's people still on the show that's in their seventies and sixties. Ron, I saw your tweet. I know that, but that's not that's not what we're saying. It's the point is that you brought this character back, who hasn't been back on on canvas in in a long time, just to kill her off in a couple of days. That is wrong. What you should have done was you should have like had her still real with guilt that Jennifer wasn't going to talk to her for a while because no, how, like, I'm sorry, that, Candace, I'm going to step in there. What you should have done yeah. is have her is have her have those moments with Abigail, with Jennifer, with Jack, and with even Gwen, where she goes back into insanity, and you play on the insanity would, that. She, that legacy of the I would character. say yes to that. I would say yes to that when she has a mental break. I will agree with you on that. Anything but killing her off. Anything because but killing her me, off, exactly. Anything but yes, killing yes, her off. You're killing, to, you're killing another part of the legacy of Days of Our Lives Off. Because last year you killed off Mike Horton. I mean, not Mike, but Bill Horton. Killed, so Jennifer's yeah. parents are gone. And, and, the same, yep, and again, we know this is a soap opera. We get that. But it's just something. And not only that, I'm sorry, Ken Corday, I got to pick on you too. Because you said in the interview, and I believe it was last year, that you weren't going to kill off any more legacy characters. Yes. Again, I yes. get it's a soap yes. opera. That was, I May of 20, okay. that was May of 2019. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yeah, so I remember like that. Yeah, okay. So Unless me, it's they're like, pulling a fast one on us. No. And if they're pulling a fast no, one on us, it's even worse. It's even right. worse because, because how many people are me, you... Yeah, go, go ahead, Candace. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 I was going to say, how many people are you going to bring back from the dead, from the brink of... Uh, I mean, come on. You know, you had us running around all over the place, whether Stefano was alive or dead, blah, 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 blah. And then you creatively created Stefan, whatever he was with Steve, Steven O. Right. And, and I actually, mm-hmm. I actually, I bought into that. You should have kept Steven O way longer than, yes. than, than, than you did. Way, way longer. Because that was the villain that yes. I was daring with. Oh, my God, I was so down with that. But, you know, Chad Zamara, Jake. Stefan, Stefan Two Point, whatever the hell he was when Brenda Brash and, and Tyler Christopher were the other Stefan. None of these are going to step into the role of a Stefano. Nobody mm-hmm. is going to step into. I don't even know what Kristen is anymore. You know, but Kristen was in love with John, the father. Yeah. To have transferred mm-hmm. his son was ill and icky. But okay, we finally kind of got along with it. Then you put her on Nuns on the Run. Your sister at point five point whatever it was. Yep. Come I on. will follow her. Follow her. 
it, it, but, but see, with the legacy, like, I'm having an issue because Days of Our Lives is a multi-generational show. Not saying that Bold, GH, and Young aren't, but the fact that this character is a part of a, a established family, one. Two, you brought her on to kill her off for this. For this. Yeah, I know. Like, like yeah. you, you could have gave so much more. Like, to me, no offense, Jamie, you should have went to Young and Rockless. Because to me, <laughs> it's like you brought her on to kill her. Like, I just, I'm having an issue with it because I am one person. I'm the first person that's like, okay, on a soap, they should kill Wait, off characters. Candace, I look at Candace, loving. Yeah. Candace, I'm going to stop you right there because here's the deal, okay? okay. If, okay. if um, I don't know what her name is in real life, I'm, I'm so sorry to say this, but the actress who's playing Laura currently, if she did not want to come back for an extended arc, God bless, then you know what? There mm-hmm. are hundreds of soap opera actresses out there right now who do not have work. Bring them in the way you have revolving the revolving door of Vivians. We've had <laughs> Linda Dano now. We've had Robert Strauss mm-hmm. and of course the the incomparable Larissa Rowe. So if yeah. if the person yeah. who's playing you know, Laura, I don't know who she is in real life, but if she couldn't come back for an extended yeah, Jimmy period, Bauer. It's Jamie Lynn Bauer. Jamie Lynn Bauer, thank you. Then you know there are so many people who could have played her. And and given her justice. You know, we could, I, I, you I know, I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan of Kim Zimmer. Does she look like her? No. But could she take the role on and make it like, oh, my God? You know, you could have I wonder if they could even really talk Susan Flannery into doing it again. Into coming back for, I, oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. But nonetheless. To, to me, you, we don't have. There's so many but, directions you, know you could have gone with without having to kill her off. Kill, a, yeah. It makes no real sense. And, and, and I mean, this is on the heels of the fact with Kathy that Katie McClain is out. Her last episode is, is well, it's scheduled for February 17th. Yeah. yeah, but because of it, well, I mean, it, it's still probably going because Days is still showing stuff on NBC.com. That's yeah, another thing because we don't know anything about Missy coming back. Um. They really haven't said anything additional about Jennifer Rose. I mean, we know from what's been told is she's leaving Salem. Obviously, probably because of Laura's yes. death. But now this is questioning a lot of Dave fans of where are we going out with this? Like, it's, this did not have to happen. I think this is one no. of those times where and it's like... Katie McLean is leaving, like I said, they could have made her go back into insanity. It's not like she hasn't been mm-hmm. insane before. You know, Laura, <laughs> Laura on General Hospital, Laura on Days of Our Lives, both two, you know, mm-hmm. persons with mental instability in their, in their past, have her flip back out, have Jennifer need to do what she needs to do for her mother, even though she wants to wrap her hands around her mother's neck and wring the life out of her when her mother starts to That's spiral into insanity. She needs to do what she needs to do for her mother and for herself and for mm-hmm. her children and grandchildren. And boom, perfect exit for a couple of months. If Melissa decides to come back and reprise the role of Jennifer, great. Personally, I don't know. I just, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you guys point blank. 
did you feel like Katie took it and made it her role? She did. Yes. I did. Mm-hmm. If Jenna, if Missy decided not to come back for a, for a while or forever, I feel like I feel like Katie took it and made it hers, and I would have been okay with her as Jennifer long term. I would. They killed her off, and, and 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 it was the wrong move. It was the wrong move. For yeah, I I just don't. I really just don't understand. I mean, you can have a shocking death, and 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 I know Days is playing that too because I, I heard some things too. But I just this is one that's Lindsay not sitting Godfrey. well with a okay, lot of fans. I, I'm there with you, baby. Yeah, this is like a plot driven because you know there's going to be the thing that we just talked about is redeeming this, the character. Right now, Gwen is going to be quote unquote redeemed because first and foremost, she's already kind of when Laura said it was really me and not Jack. So already you got Jack saying, I'm sorry, I, you know, you got that part. Okay. Gwen is now like, I went after the wrong person for years. I am so sorry. I just, if you're not going to give me Gwen versus Jennifer now, or Jennifer versus Gwen because of this, or Abby, I don't, I don't see the point. I really don't see the point. And it's, and it's you know what they're setting up, and it makes no sense. But you know what they're setting up. We already saw the shades of it. Gwen versus what? Gabby. Makes yeah. no sense. Gwen versus sense. Gabby is what's coming next, and it really makes no sense. Unless you say, I mean, I, 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 I don't even know where to go with this. Because at first I was like, ooh, let Gwen be pregnant. But then I'm like, no, because if you're going to set the stage for them to be the next rivalry, sister rivalry, again, killing Laura, plot point, plot driven. You need to stop. You should have whoever pitched that idea, I am sorry to say this, that was wrong. And you know it. You know this is, this is, on, this is actually probably number two. On the worst decisions days could have made after killing off Bo Brady. Oh, girl, I'm actually going to bump it to number three. Killing off Adrian. Okay. I'm sorry. Killing oh, off yeah. Adrian. Oh, yeah. Adrian. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm yeah. sorry. Killing yeah. off Adrian. Yeah. Bo Brady was yeah. number one. Adrian's number two. And now Laura's number three. Without Laura's doubt. Yep. And number four was, was Bill Horton. Yep. So, speaking of killing off, let's talk about somebody who's not dead. I don't think we all thought she was dead. Sierra. Sierra's alive. She's in a coronavirus-free box zone, last plexiglass. <laughs> um, Hair's on point. Looking good, girl. Looking good. Love you. And she's reading. And she's Shester. on her way. She's on her way. She should have she tried to get, well, you know what, I'm going to let that go. Um, but she's on her way. Meanwhile, Ben was getting getting the psychic reading from Beyond Work. No, I'm sorry, not Beyond Work. I'm being told Susan. Susan, okay, Susan. Susan now works for the psychic hotline, y'all. Um, and she said, "I see her. I see a premonition." Okay, okay, see Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I gotta say this. This is no. This is one of the worst storylines since the Island of the Dead. I'm sorry. Oh God. But it is. But anything, Are you t- any single thing that brings me some Susan, I, I, I'm going right. to go with this because it's Susan. Whether Eileen plays it. Wait, are you saying you love I'm, Susan but just hate the story? 
I hate the story, but I love Susan. And I have to say this, Eileen Davidson, I will bow to your altar. I will, I will kiss every single one of your toes. But Stacey Heideck actually plays a better Susan. I'm sorry, but she does. I hate the story. Hate it, hate it, hate it. But I love that it was Susan. Love that it was Susan. <laughs> Go ahead, continue. Well, the thing is, is that you're right. Like, I love Stacey's take on Susan because it's so fresh. It's like, it's really like a comedy show that should be on NBC Peacock, the Susan Banks show. Hey, she- <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> Dave, you hear that? Okay. But, you know, she has what to say, Madam Who. Madam Who on, on One Life to Live. Uh, that, that big old oh, leg scene. Um, what was her name? Delfina. Delfina. Oh, Delfina. Oh, oh, Susan yeah. and Delfina, if they had a show together, would be the Oh my God! Can we make that happen? Can we do that? Can we like? Well, can we change the name of the of the character and get the same actress? No. Okay. Her name okay. in we'll real talk. life is Leah Delaria. Wherever she is. Oh yeah, yeah we can get. Oh, we can get. Yes. Yes. That yes. could be a show on the Days app. Like, come on, let's work, people. Let's get that. Where you can. Okay. Look, I already got a theme song. I got a theme song. Y'all know how quick I am. But so we got Susan saying, I see her, I see no, like she's it's a real dream. It's not she's not dead. So Ben is like, What? So, you know, he had Chinese food. Sierra had Chinese food. Then mm-hmm. all of a sudden they get the the fortune cookies and they see, you know, Ben says, Never stop following your heart and then all of a sudden out of the blue, the wedding photo which I'm trying to figure out, when did they have time to take a wedding photo if the thing, exp- you know what, I'm not going to say anything. Um, but yes, you had no, picture. Right, I'm like, wait. Shouldn't that film have burned up? Shouldn't have all that film have burned up? I'm like, wait a minute, not even that, but did they have time to, like, did he see her in her wedding dress previously? These are some questions that so fast we have. Like, how come nobody goes to the bathroom on the soap? How come nobody <laughs> not like? How about how about nobody locks the door on the soap? How come nobody really answers the like get the mail and say, oh shoot, I got an overdue bill. I'm just saying, okay. Mm-hmm. But but so the picture fell over and Ben is like pondering it. What can all of this mean? What is these signs? And then you, like I said, Sierra, you know. But before that. She was reading Shakespeare, and then she threw the book, and that was around the time the picture fell. So now, okay, spoiler alert for some people. Today was the episode that everybody's probably been talking about, about Romeo and Juliet. They both were singing about was each it. other in the situation. Yeah, this was, this was the moment where Sierra was like, oh, oh, Benjamin, Benjamin, where out there, Benjamin? And you have Ben creeping, and he's like, y'all seen Romeo and Juliet, I don't have to say it. So they're sharing a dream together, meaning their connection is real. Uh-huh. I'm not saying anything because I, I, I just want everybody to know I like the character here. I like the character Ben. I just don't think hmm. I think the, story the is, process yeah I'm you not, know because uh, no I'm me, sorry real quick they could have had Claire involved 
they could have had Claire yeah, holding. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for this. Okay. But see, well, I'm going to stop you real quick, Anthony. I'm all for this. This is what I'm going to say. I feel as though, and I get it, because some fans feel as though there is, because of days, and I'm going to be honest real quick. First of all, we haven't heard anything about a renewal just yet, but we do know that if the Olympics, the Olympics are happening this year, they already scheduled two weeks off for days. So that means days is probably still going to be around, okay? So that's, let's, let's stay positive. I understand that you you feel as though you need to tell the story, Candace, play the beat, play. But Candace, days was renewed into 2022. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, you know, they, so, they still sometimes, they, they still like to tell people that, though. But I think okay, people you're got right. worried Actually, because you're of right. Corona. You're yeah. Right. You're right. Okay. You know, they had to, yeah. Right. So, so, real quick. So, with this story, I feel as though... One, for those, okay, I, I got to go to my soapbox. I'm sorry, you guys. I, I got to do this. Real quick, if you're yeah. an old school soap fan, you understood yeah. why Sierra wasn't on screen. If you've been watching Days of Our Lives and you remember the story of Marlena, John, Bo, Hope, Steve, Kayla, such and such and such and such, you know that this is a part of the quote-unquote couples 101 where one half of the couple is either pretend to be dead, presumed dead, fake illness, is a twin, or a, or something else, right? Okay. One of the With above. that being said, I love, the, I love the fact that Sierra, we all knew Sierra wasn't dead. Okay. Right. But what I don't like is the fact is, I get Ben is grieving, I get it, because that was his whole life right there. But I really do yep. wish, and I'm still hoping a little bit, and I know people are going to be mad, you do need Claire to be up on that. Even if Ben Me doesn't too, re- yeah. reciprocate, if he doesn't reciprocate, that's fine. But at least Claire, because I'm sorry, Claire has to unravel in the sense that she's getting close to Ben. The, the feelings that she had for Charlie, obviously, finding out that he's a rapist will turn you real quick. So now she's finding kind of solitude, like a friendship with Ben. We all know that Claire has these moments. So if she was to kiss Ben, and here's the soapy moment for y'all. Let's just say Sierra gets back to Salem, right? And she goes back yeah. to their place, okay? And, you know, Ben is there, got the candlelights and everything, like he's having a seance and stuff like that. And Claire's, like, crying and stuff like this. Tee-hee, boo-hoo. And then all of a sudden, Claire says to Ben, you know, nobody understands what I'm going through, but you do. We're sort of like we always was, where people always thought we were the bad ones, but we were really the good ones, and we always get hurt, da 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 right? Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, Claire leans into an unexpected Ben with a kiss. Boom. Guess who's at the door looking? Sierra. Sierra. And then, see, and then Sierra, because we don't know how. Right. We have a da 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 moment. Girl. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go you one better, okay? What they should have done was push Claire towards Ben, Ben mm-hmm. saying, "Oh no, 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 no," and for something to spark between Ben and Gwen. And when all was playing down, Gwen realizing that something was up with him having these dreams, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then Claire, the the big Sierra reveal right at, at the moment where Ben gives in finally and totally to Gwen. And Claire being like, 
I cannot believe I'm left out yet again and give her opportunity for her cuckoo crazy to come back to light and let her go completely nutso cuckoo on canvas because Olivia Rose Keegan is never better than when she is an absolute insane raving lunatic. I just, there, there needs to be more play to Oscar and Ben reunion because there needs to be more angst because they can't have rainbows yeah. and lollipops and be like, everything is kumbaya. Like, oh, Ben, I'm here. Like, oh. I just, I, I just don't understand the rush unless, and I'm just going to leave it at that. No, go, anyway, don't, don't go there. Don't go there. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. So don't let's go there. Should we go to Port Charles before we close? We should go to yeah. Port Charles for a little while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, coming, I mean, Ted Brand is coming back. The end. That's the, that's the whole segment. Ted Brand is coming back to GH. That's it. That's it. And I have Follow Take Two Radio on all social media. <laughs> I'm so kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, that's, General that's Hospital. It. I have... I have so much to say to to, to, to General Hospital, but yeah, okay, I, I'm gonna give them kudos. Nobody else yep. agrees with me, but I'm gonna give it to them anyway. The double wedding thing was absolutely perfect. It was the perfect lead up to what's about to happen. It is. They, uh, I saw that they were taping it on the beginning of February. According to a cameo from Tristan Rogers, they were taping it then. So um, it looks like listen. it's going to be pretty messy. Listen, okay. The last wedding that was any kind of consequence was Nina Valentine, correct? Mm-hmm. Which ended up yeah. being yeah. Nina Valentine. Okay. Yeah. I know most people don't agree with me, but I'm actually very invested in the Ava Nicholas relationship. I don't think that it's a relationship that's meant to, to stand the test of time. It is not a Vicky Clint. It is not a, you know, Sonny Carly. Okay? They'll have their moments. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm loving it for what it is. Yeah. This double wedding is going to be everything. Everything. Mark my words. General Hospital's surprise is going to be a, a shout out to where is Hayden, aka Rebecca Budick, in all of this. That's going right. to be the fallout. That's going to be the fallout of the wedding. And Peter is actually going to be involved in that storyline as well. Shocking. They, keep, they yeah. keep saying that Peter's not going, that he's not done for. That's what he said. I cannot, That's what I heard. I yeah. cannot see how they're going to redeem and bring this this full circle. Unless they just go balls to the floor, which they need to do. I, me personally, they, they also have a problem. They don't have a clear and defined villain. They brought in Tracy. No, they don't. They played the beats. They played the beats with Tracy. It was a perfect opportunity. Now, I love Tracy. I do. And I, and, and, and I know the history. I remember sitting there when she held them pills. And, and, and talk to uh-huh. Daddy? Daddy? Yeah, I missed Daddy, that part. Daddy? You, you never saw her when she held the pills when Daddy was having a heart attack at recording me? I wasn't oh. watching then, no. 
Okay. Oh, I see those clips. I remember those days. They had the perfect opportunity to set Tracy up as the ultimate villain. Do I absolutely want that deep inside? Probably not because I love me some Jane Elliott. But if they were going to go that way and Jane, you know, consented to being on the show for a good year to play this all out the way it needs to be played, then I'm right there. I'm right on it. If they're going to make right. if they're going to make Peter the true, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, heir to the throne, so to speak, of of the Faison villain, then I'm all for it. Yeah, I am. Let let him go on the rampage. Let him let him completely lose his mind, et cetera, et cetera. But you know they're not going to. What they've done with Anna right. is criminal. It is absolutely criminal. Like what they did with Liz for years on running. And they've only they've only just recently really kind of redeemed themselves with Elizabeth. Okay. All right. Um, I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna rip this band aid off real quick. To me, you know, just like I, I heard uh, <clears throat> the GH writers saying that uh, from day one they knew that ne- that Nell was going to be Nina's kid. Don't lie. Don't lie. Again, I remember the, and I say it all the time, I remember the summary of when they said that Wes Ramsey was coming on to the show that he was going to create tension between uh, Lulu, played by Emmy Ryland, and Maxie, Kristen Storm, for a six-week arc. I remember that, okay? This is nothing against Wes Ramsey, but the character of Peter has been retconned, retconned, revised, and everything else in between to the point where, I am sorry, this character has to go like tomorrow. Because to me, it's nothing like he has done so much, and I get it. You There's know, you're nothing left about of him. But, but yeah, exactly. It's like you built him up to be this heroic person and Maxie's mind. By the way, GH, I see what you did there, too. You're making it seem like Maxie only chose Peter because he's connected to Nathan. Really? Really? We're really going to do this? I understand Maxie. Because I'm sorry, but let's look at Maxie's history. We've got Logan. We've got Lucky. We've got her flirtation with Johnny Dakar that never went. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God! I just saw it. I just saw it as clear as day. That's who Chad Brennan's coming into. That's where he's going to fit in. Oh my God! I just seen it with all kinds of clarity. He's going to pick up the pieces for Maxie. Yes. I did miss a, a, a bunch of episodes, and I'm, I'm so sorry for this, but I can't go back and find them at this point. What happened to Brando? He's still around. Yeah, we don't know. Where? He's with Cyrus. He's around. Allegedly. Okay, all right. Then, then Chad is going to... Yeah, you didn't miss Chad. Whatever this character is that's going to come in is going to be to pick up the pieces for Maxie. I feel it. I see it in my bones. Oh, my God, I feel it. I can't believe the moment of clarity just came. Yes. I, I, can I, I hope can you're I right. Say, I can to... I just say, I, I'm going to kind of say I don't think so. What I do, I mean, I can see him in that orbit. I can't, but I'm also looking at, how can I say this? 
You know how, looking at Cameron? Like, you know, we no, you know I, we're going to get at, a Carly and Jason. We're going to get a Carly and Jason pairing. That's first and foremost. Oh, no, we're getting a Sam okay. and Dante pairing. That's second and foremost. We're going to get a Nina okay. going back to Valentine. That's third and foremost. Uh-huh. Anna and Finn are going to blow the hell up, but nobody cares who Anna's going to go with because at this point, the way Pretty they're much. writing Anna, they don't care anymore. They can have him with Valentine, 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 Valentine. I say I'm putting it into existence. Valentine and Anna, let's go, honey. Okay, you know how I always get a fun I'm feeling with you. when I I'm with you. I want the two of them. To, okay, I want the two this of them is going to be. Yes. I want, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Hashtag Candace fanfic. If this comes true, I'm going to laugh so hard. I do think that Chad, whoever he plays, is going to be an even fair game for Elizabeth, Sam. Who else do I say? I can even no. see he's going to play in well, the orbit with Elizabeth because they can't not play that. But he's going to end up with Maxie. Elizabeth, because Franco's not going anywhere. Let's face it. You're sure. Roger Howard is on. Yeah, we're sure. He's on contract till 2023. I, I'm going to say. He, he signed he his two year contract seven months ago. What happened? He, he, but I think because of the storyline, the way that I'm understanding it from my. that something is going to happen even more to Franco. And to me, between him and Jason Morgan, their brains are like scrambled eggs. You can't you can't scramble them anymore. Um, I'm thinking that that's like going to play a part in whoever Chad plays because he can also be connected to, through Dante. We got to remove if if he is going to play. Let's just put Devils Advocate real quick before we, we sign off. If he plays Xander, there is so many people on that canvas that Xander's return will hit. Sonny, Carly, Alexis, Elizabeth, Cameron, of course. The quarter main stuff. And, and Alexis. If he comes mm, for another Friday. I'm going to call it right now. Yeah. You know who he's going to play? Aaron. Shiloh's brother. Okay. Shiloh's brother? Uh-huh. I know my general house. Candace, tell me, tell me I, now that I said it. Tell me it doesn't make a little bit of sense to you. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there's there's so many ways to go with this because he could also play a, a fresh face with a, a returning character. He could be Lucky Spencer. But if he is, you know what? Hold up. Let me think about that too. Interesting. But well. We'll see. Like, you know, he, he starts taping tomorrow. So, what's that? That means we'll say? see him in about three weeks. Three weeks. So, you know, God willing. So, speaking of wrapping up, we want to take this opportunity to thank you, the listeners, for listening to Take Two Radio. You guys have no idea how much it means to us that you listen to us rant and rave about our favorite soap. <laughs> and so, that's amazing people. And, and girl. I want my cameo. Are you, are you going to talk to the, your uh, producer I, I, friends? I, I, I want I my cameo. You, I, know, I, know, I know some people you ready? Who, know who, who work for forever in a day. Okay, what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your line? What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Say goodnight, everybody. Uh, I, you know we'll what? see you in two. Bye, guys. <laughs> We'll be back. In Get connected with Take so Two Radio to on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio.
For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take2Radio.com.